todo el mundo. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Lane Wilson, author of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series and director of the documentary The Ventures, Stars on Guitars. This is your destination for all things rock, where the interviewees include musicians, authors, historians, filmmakers, and more. And now, on to the show. Robert J. Stava joins me today on the podcast. He is an author and musician whose latest book, Dead Set, a rock and roll trilogy of horror, is comprised of three novellas that take place in a haunted town called Wyvern Falls. Robert performed for nearly a decade on the New York music scene with his band, The Jag, and on a previous episode of this podcast, he talked about drinking with Michael Stipe of R.E.M., smashing his guitar on stage at the famous CBGB nightclub, and some close calls with death. So we'll see if we can top that. Uh, but this time, Robert will give us a glimpse inside the creepy cemetery and Western music genre, as well as a sneak peek at what he is working on for the next fictional offering in the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. Hi, Robert. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast. Hi, Stacey. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy that you're here. I read and loved your new book, Dead Set. So I want to ask you all about it. Um, but can we start with the Catastrophicon Rock and Roll Horror Con? Now that, <laughs> I love the name. Would Tell me, what's the connection? Uh, yeah, that was something I got roped into this year. It was a, uh, this guy put together this thing, uh, here in Westchester, New York. Um, it, it was just a con that he, he was sort of a mashup between with horror and rock and roll mu uh, music, uh, two things that were close to my own heart. So, um, and he had a bunch of, you know, some, some different movie stars. I think uh, one of the original Jason, the kid that played him or something was, uh, I can't remember, Ari, what was his name? Uh, you know, he was, uh, it was a bunch of music, you know, actors who were also rock and roll musicians and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, horror actors who were rock and roll musicians. Uh, and then we had a bunch of horror writers came in and, you know, merchants or whatever. So it was a sort of big, big thing. Um, that is really fun. So you yeah. wrote the book to debut there or what was the connection between yeah. the book and the Catastrophicon? Uh, 
Uh, I think, you know, it's always good to have new material and I happen to have these three rock and roll horror stories, uh, you know, around. And I thought, uh, uh, why not put them together? Just like a special feature book, you know, as a, you know, kind of a specialty item. So. It is awesome. Yeah. One of the stories in the book, the lonely dancers, um, had appeared in feast of St. Anne, which we talked about the first time you were on the podcast and now it's being used as a springboard for the two new stories in Dead Set. So can you talk about how the first rock tale of terror kind of bled into the other ones? <laughs> well, it's all, uh, you know, really it's, they're all three of them are really about, it's sort of an homage to um, different bands I wanted to play, you know, tribute to that I really like or appreciated or, you know, influential in my own music career. So that's, that's sort of the first one was based on uh, a band Brian Tchaikovsky out of the late seventies in England. And they were sort of direct inspiration of that. Second story was um, uh, another, uh, I'm sorry, was uh, the cemetery Western was, we'll get into this more later, but uh, uh, inspired by another local band. And then same with the third one. So sort of just, you know, my hats off to these guys and, and how they inspired me, or I just think they, they deserve a, a sort of a nod, you know? Absolutely. Immortalized in print forever. <laughs> Good. Better for worse. <laughs> all right. Um, so they all take place in the same town. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it just happens there in this, this sort of fictional town uh, along the Hudson here, Wyvern Falls. And that is also just sort of a mashup of uh, Western New York town I grew up in. And that was Hanoi Falls and, uh, and many of the towns here along the river, which as after I moved up here 13 years ago, I discovered have many of them have a very spooky kind of history. So it wasn't a big leap to sort of embellish that a bit and, and see where it would go. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminded me a bit of Castle Rock, Stephen King's uh, famous fictional town. And it's fun to kind of build around that Um and to a lesser extent, I guess, Cabot Cove, where all those murders seem to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, actually, actually, Twin Peaks was a, is also yeah, a good inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twin Peaks is way cooler than Cabot yeah. Cove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the second story in Dead Set is called Cemetery Blues, and it introduces a genre of music that I haven't heard of, but you call Cemetery and Western. So yeah. I love that, and I'm wondering how it came about and can you describe what that is yeah uh that was uh directly taken from uh up the road uh from me here is a town called peekskill and there was uh i ran to a guy there that ran a uh uh it's hard to describe it was called the beale street barber shop and he owned and ran this place that was a combination barber shop uh, retro 1950s Elvis themed exhibit space and music performance space. And he has his own band, uh, Mark Sinnott is his name. And he was out of New York, you know, originally, but uh, uh, he started this business and he just came up with his own genre of music. It was Cemetery Western. And it was uh, sort of, a, you know, sort of a combination of like traditional Hank Williams and Johnny Cash with this sort of Gothic overtones. And uh, so um I got sort of involved with him and, uh, you know, he did some, you know, a few festivals up there and I did some book signings there. And then, um, we've just kept in touch. He's now has the business down in North Carolina in Wilmington and he's been gigging and he plays his cemetery Western, uh, all over the place and has been recording it down at Sun uh, record studios down in Tennessee. So that's brilliant. I love yeah. that. It's a really cool combination. And you have a character that you created for this story. Who's 
one of my favorites in the book, Billy Legs Watkins. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what or who was the inspiration for him? Well, like many characters, uh, he's a mashup of various people, but um, uh, probably one of the more direct inspirations was a uh, gentleman by the name of Joe Beard. Uh, still around, he's sort of a local blues legend in Rochester, New York, uh, and his band, uh, Joe Beard Blues Union. Uh, so I used to see him a lot back when I was first getting going on my music career myself. Um, so he's kind of in there. And then there was a neighbor I had in Brooklyn for 13 years, lived downstairs for me, never knew the guy past his first name. Uh, but uh, he was one of these like hard as nails, black guys, you know, maybe 50, maybe 60, couldn't tell. Uh, uh -huh. Didn't say a lot, but always wore a big cowboy hat and was really tall and super thin. And, and, uh, and he just had this gravity about him, you know, so I kind of wanted to wrap that in there somehow a little bit. Well, Billy is undead. Undead? <laughs> sort yeah. Of. yeah, that's, sort that's of speculative. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, it's, it's up to the reader, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 that one's a really fun story. But for yeah. me, I mean, I feel like you saved the best for last because the invasion is my favorite story of the trio of novellas. And um, it's just so inventive, but without too many spoilers, can you give the listeners a rundown of what the invasion is about? Um, yeah, in some ways, it's kind of a classic rock and roll American story. You know, a bunch of guys in a town someplace or city find some old music and they, they quote unquote, rediscover it, you know, and and then they just run with it. You know, And in this case, uh, it sort of mirrored a, um, a similar actual real type of uh trend that happened in Rochester in the early uh, early 80s and it was kind of a British invasion style mini thing going on with these local local bands um, and they were all playing classic British invasion 60s music and to me the best of the lot was this group called the Insiders and they, they were a phenomenal band and they're still performing the guys are but uh, the band's gone but uh, so they were uh, um, there's a whole bunch of bands out of that whole music scene in Rochester in the 80s. And then I came into that with my own band. And so that draws on a lot of personal experiences. Uh, uh, without giving too much away, uh, we actually did fire our manager during the middle of a set. Oh, my gosh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had a female manager take over, like, mid-set. But, you know, there's just a lot of questionable shady people. He, he kind of had it coming. But, um uh, so yeah, so it's 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 a there's a lot of personal notes in that story that uh, it hits on. So that's probably why it has that kind of. Uh, and tell us about the the fabricated horror bits. Uh, well, in the music industry, you don't have to make up a lot, of, you know, fabricated horror <laughs> bits. <laughs> they were, uh, you know. We met a lot of people like that, you know, who producers who were really kind of shady or questionable and asking for a lot up front. And that also kind of pulls into some of the people I met in the New York uh, music scene later on in the 90s, you know, that, uh, I mean, there's just some amazingly awful people, you know, that will just prey on you. And um, so that, that kind of a, I just kind of ran with that for an extra step. And I think when I was developing that story, there was, uh, it was originally for a trilogy uh, coming out from Sinister Grin Press, and they had asked me, the editor there had asked me to build a more of a of a um, backstory uh, to fill it out a bit. So that's where that whole backstory came in of the uh, uh, the protagonist. 
or antagonist, I should say. So he, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and that you know, again, that just kind of leverages on on the whole uh, Palisades Park thing that was across the river from New York and, and Jersey, and that was a whole scene by itself. And uh, uh, so it's kind of fun to just tie that all in. <laughs> oh yeah, there's so much um, imagery. It's a very rich story with yeah. a lot of really interesting characters and horror and bloodshed of course <laughs> it goes hand in hand <laughs> <laughs> for sure um well you'd mentioned that you have a band the jag um yep. and there's some new music coming but can you give us a little background on the jag for those who maybe haven't heard your first episode of the podcast sure you know that was uh, that was a band my best friend and i uh, got together uh in new york back in 1990 and you know, we had talked about it previously doing something back in college and it was, you know, bar talk. And then, uh, but we actually did it and we got to New York by separate routes and linked up and we went for it. So for eight years, we played on the New York scene and we did all those things we were talking about. Um, didn't get rich and famous, but that, that part didn't happen, but the, the rest of it did. And it was a lot of fun. You know, we, we met a lot, you know, a bunch of, bunch of famous people, a bunch of not so famous people and, bunch of people we just soon forget you know <laughs> but uh but no we did you know we played cbgb's we played all the classic venues candy's castaways bitter ends um uh later on it was brownies and uh arlene grocery in those places so we uh you know we went for it and we had a lot of fun well you're back yeah with new music and i'm yeah, yeah. really thrilled that you shared a new song with me a demo um yeah. and we're gonna play it but before that can you set it up uh sure that that was uh that one song is it's, it's actually sort of an off song from the rest of the material but uh it's sort of an homage to to david lowry and, and cracker which is actually a 90s band so um and it's just kind of taking a you know poke at the sort of obsessive narcissism of of the uh, social media these days <clears throat> <laughs> okay and it's called yeah what i say Yes. All right. Well, let's Just... play that right now. <laughs> okay. Can't believe I said that I can't believe it's true 
hands For as fast as nuts and shoes We're in love with all the outrage Worthless IOUs Everyone is party mouth Singing with the trolls Now welcome to the century Let's see how good it rolls by the jag now that was a demo um but when is it going to be out uh and available for people uh, we're aiming for uh christmas of this year so oh nice that's yeah. a great present for music yeah. fans absolutely or, or curse depends <laughs> <laughs> um well, I'm really happy to announce also another new endeavor of yours, and this is an announcement for the first time anywhere that you're joining the Rock and Roll Nightmares family with uh, fiction, and the original story um, that you're writing is for the next installment, which is called uh, Parallel Lines, and it's kind of a continuation of the what-if scenario presented in the latest book, 28, which is about what if the 27 Club had lived. So the upcoming collection featuring yourself and um, several other of my favorite horror writers is called Parallel Lines after the Blondie album. Um, and it's kind of a broader what if. So can you share a little bit about your story? They, uh, my, actually my drummer and, my, and the last drummer we had in the Jag uh, knew them quite well. And in fact, they used to open up for his band, uh, Max's Kansas City. So I, um, but hey, I, I decided you asked me about taking a, a, a juncture of where things went wrong, maybe. And uh, so ironically, as it is, Parallel Lines was actually a good, good spot when they were making that third album. And that was sort of that, that cusp of where they could have just fallen flat or just 
taken off. And of course, we all know that it took off, but uh, it could have gone another way. So uh, I, without giving too much away, I did, I did, uh, I, I did sort of a supernatural bend on it because that's what I do. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, we all do. Yep. Yeah. Love it. But, but there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of key, you know, touch points in there with uh, uh, certainly the Max's Kansas City scene and some of the producer uh that were circulating then so uh there's some pretty crazy people and uh guest appearance by uh, jane county uh who was uh she was one of uh uh warhol's uh group back in the late 60s and um part of the max's scene and sort of an icon and i got to meet her and hang out with her a few times um doing max's brief revival in new york city in the late 90s so so all those things kind of factor in, and I, and I actually got to meet Blondie years back uh, at that same time, actually. So that's really cool. So you get to yeah. draw on a lot of personal experience, and you know, kind of following in the musical footsteps uh, through places that they also played, like CBGB. So I'm really looking forward to your story. I haven't Thanks. yet, but yeah, it's going to be part of the collection. Um, and I feel like this has been a really great year for horror. As a member of the Horror Writers Association, I imagine that you've read some good novels too. In fact, this is, I think, the time of the year when people start uh, sending in their Stoker Award nomination. Um, yeah. Goals. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any favorites or recommendations for books that you've read this year? Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a... Uh... I, I, I kind of have to say this here in 2023, uh, I've come across a bunch of writers that I find really top notch and inspirational. And I'm one of these people that I, I, I prefer, I like to read people that uh, I think challenges me to be a better writer, you know? So I, I like reading authors I think are better than I, and I think there's a lot of them out there. And uh, one of them was uh, Helen Grant. I, I read her book, uh, The Vanishing of uh, Katerina Linden. Um Coffin Makers by Joshua Rex and Luke Spooner. Um, it's a collection of dark tales. Really excellent. Oh, nice. Uh, Angel Falls was uh, done by a husband and wife uh, pair, uh, Julia Rust and David Surface. And also Joshua Rex put out another book called Terrible Things, which is a uh, uh, excellent collection of short stories. <laughs> and there was a local author. Unfortunately, she passed away last year, uh, Lisa Manetti. Um, she... Uh, She's a, she was a really good author, you know. Um, she did a whole thing on on Houdini that uh, I highly recommend. So, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll yeah, have to yeah. check that out. I love yeah. Houdini stories. And uh, of course, Joe Hill. I just got his book, The Pram. So I'm, I just started that one. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, one of the. Uh, it's like a prime horror collection, right? Amazon. Right. Prime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to dive into that one too. Yeah, so that's on my. I, I I've always got three or four books where I'm reading simultaneously. So me too. Backlog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and writing. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it is Halloween season right now. We're we're uh, delving into the pumpkin spice and the witch's teeth. So um, I'm wondering if you celebrate and what is your favorite spooky season tradition. <laughs> well we're, we're kind of in the heart of it here you know we're, we're uh i'm just actually a few miles up north of uh, sleepy hollow perfect and uh so yeah we, we we tend to go down there for some of our halloween you know halloween activities there's the old dutch church uh there's uh washington irving's house is just past there in sunnyside uh so we often visit there but uh of course my house is uh 
much to my wife's chagrin is, is like a Halloween central in our village. Uh, <laughs> so we, we really do it up, you know, with the, with the decorations. And um, I think it was a couple of years ago, I had these two kids coming up to me. These two kids were maybe 10 and 11. And, and the one, just as he's coming up to the stairs, I hear him turn to his buddy and say out of the side of his mouth, he goes, this place really gives me the creeps. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Like like some old B movie, you know, actor. It was really funny. But, uh, oh, that's yeah. funny. But yeah, we have, a, we have a huge turnout here in Halloween. So it's, it's a blast. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I love about um, Halloween is the kind of different concoctions for parties and i couldn't i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up rock tales which is another rock and roll nightmares book that you were a part of and it's got some good recipes for halloween parties um so parties are coming do you have your costume picked out or what are some of your favorite costumes um, either like, worn or seen i'm trying to think last year i did one i i got this uh really good werewolf mask it was kind of right out of american werewolf in london you know yeah and uh it scared the hell out of, out of the kids so I had to take <laughs> it off halfway half through, right through the night because kids were running away from the house you oh, know? No. Uh, and the dog we have this huge alaskan malamute and he uh he, he flipped out you know so um oh, scared, that, yeah. yeah so uh that was a good one that was uh <laughs> Uh, but you know, we we ad lib. My wife's in the theater, you know, uh, dancing business, so she always has a sort of a, a, a closet full of stuff we can just raid for, you know, ad lib costume. Oh, how fun! I love yeah. that. Yeah. So we know you're working on a lot of things, including music. Um, but do you have another book in the works, or what's the next uh, creative project that we can look forward to from you, Robert? Uh, well, I've got um, a bunch of novels uh, that haven't been published. I've got three of them, actually, that I'm trying to get out there this year. Oh, wow. And Yeah, there's three more Wyvern Falls novels, and there's actually another four, another novel I did a few years back um, that I'm shopping around right now, and that's more of a spec, uh, I would say it's more of a urban fantasy. <laughs> Be a good word oh, for okay. It. What's the story yeah. behind that one? Uh, it's called the world of lost tomorrows. You know, it's about a guy who finds a, a uh, whose life is in the dumps and he suddenly finds a conduit into uh, uh, an alternate universe where things are, where he can reinvent his, his childhood and the things he lost, you know? So it's about finding the things you lost. What if there was actually a place where the things you lost in life, you could go back and find them, you know? Oh, I love that premise. So, yeah. It's very twilight. twilight that one. Yeah. It's a very twilight zone kind of a thing, but yeah. Oh, um, and uh yeah that's, and there's another novel I, i'm doing research on right now that's going to be more of a pirate ghost story for uh severed press uh who's the publisher i've done a lot of my works with fabulous well yeah. um so for people to uh find and follow you online and keep up to date on your books and your music where's the ideal spot for that uh, actually, Facebook uh, is my most active spot. I know it's an old school uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. social media, but it's still some of the best. It's where I do most of my advertising. And uh, so, you know, either linking to me on my page there. There's a Wyvern Falls Facebook page as well. Uh, so you can look for updates there. And of course, Amazon, uh, you know, I'm always, you know, on there. So yeah, follow your author page, yeah. right? Exactly. And then people will be notified. Okay, well, thanks, Robert. I really yep. appreciate having you on and sharing <laughs> all of your talent with me and uh, the listeners. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> this concludes another episode of the Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast. Remember, there's a book series too. 
All the books are available in paperback, ebook, and audio via Amazon or the Rock and Roll Nightmares website. That's R O C K N R O L L Nightmares.com. Our official theme song is She's Out for Blood by Fuzzbuster, founded by Lars Cabot. Thank you for listening.